Welcome to Let's Talk Family Law, your source for how to navigate the financial and legal implications of divorce, custody, asset division, and adoption. This podcast series is created and produced by Weber Gallagher. Visit us at wglaw.com. This program should not be considered legal advice. Please consult our attorneys for your specific situation. And now, here are our hosts. Hi, I'm Carolyn Mirabli, and I'm the managing partner of the Family Law Group at Weber Gallagher. When a client attends their first session with the attorney, I will often ask them, do you have any questions? Sometimes a client during their um, first meeting might not be able to formulate all the questions that they need, or they may not have an understanding of what they need to know. So I'm hoping through this podcast, you'll be able to gather some general information, bring it to your attorney at the first consultation, and hopefully formulate and help you identify what will be important as you um, either prepare to file for a divorce or go through your matrimonial case. One of the first things you should be asking is, who will be working on your case? And many attorneys, and many, and many law firms, there is usually a partner attorney, an associate attorney, and a paralegal or a legal assistant. And one or many of these people might be helping you at any given time on your, on your case. In our office, for instance, we have an attorney who is a partner who would be assigned to your case and who will work exclusively with that attorney, with that client, in making all decisions regarding the matter, representing you in court, contacting opposing counsel, and generally guiding you through the process. Since we also employ a collaborative approach here, each of us discuss each other's cases generally on a daily, if a weekly, if not daily basis, so that we can have a working understanding of each of the cases in the office in case someone needs to to have assistance in attending a scheduled conference with with the court or dealing with an attorney if the assigned attorney is not available. Certainly the collaborative approach provides the best of both worlds because the client has their assigned attorney who knows their case on a daily basis, but also essentially has a backup attorney if the assigned attorney is not available. This is very important because some clients who have come to us will often say to us that they thought they hired one attorney, but then when they started their case, they never saw that attorney or spoke to them. The family law group at Weber Gallagher make sure, make sure that the client is well represented by the attorney that they hired to rep- represent them in their matter. The next question that we get is how much is their divorce going to cost? Um, this can be a difficult question to ask on the first session. And it can be difficult to answer in full for many reasons. First, we don't know how long the case is going to take. Although some clients might come in and say that they're gonna easily work through every issue 
or they've reached an agreement, often we find that um, once the details of that agreement or the terms get start getting laid out, people um, actually don't agree to everything that they thought they did, or there's some misunderstandings, or it cannot be finalized. This, of course, leads to um, either litigation or more discussions. Another reason why it's difficult to estimate the full cost of a case is we don't know if we're going to be dealing with someone who's pro se and representing themselves on the other side or an attorney. And, and with respect to um, who the attorney may be and whether uh, they may be cooperative in reaching an overall resolution. But one of the things that you certainly should be told is how much are the fees that the attorney um, charges? What is their hourly rate? Will other people be working on the file? And what are their hourly rates? And will a retainer be required? Our family law group will put in writing the retainer terms as well as their fees and associated costs so that the client can get an understanding of how much they're of how much um, per an hour they will be charged. They will also receive itemized bills each month of all work performed on the file. This should help them, at least on a monthly basis, understand the costs associated with their case. Another great question you may wanna ask with your attorney is, um, what experience does the attorney have with cases in the county that, that the prospective client's case um, will be filed? Does that attorney know what system is in place in there for their family law matters? Um, are they aware of who the hearing officers are or the judges? Are they aware of the procedures that are particular to that county? In our office, since we are located in Montgomery County and we are close to the five-county area, um, each of us do practice pretty much in the five counties, whether one or more of us might practice more in one county. Um, that's also generally in this office how we practice. It is great information to get from your client, from your attorney, as to how frequently that attorney practices in the county where your particular case might be taking place. In, in that instance, they'll be able to give some background about hearing officers who might be assigned to your case, judges. Um, they can prepare you for how, uh, what to look, what to expect when they go to court, what a particular judge might say on your case and what normally the practices and procedures are. This not only saves the client money because your attorney is already skilled and informed about how to practice in the county, but it also will give some guidance and some, you know, some competence that your client, I mean, that your attorney is able to work in that county and understand all of the details and nuances of a matrimonial case, particular to that county. 
Um, you should also have an understanding when we talked about the payment of fees, you should be asking your attorney who's responsible for those fees, including any experts that might be hired in the, in the case, as well as what types of experts might be required. For example, if you're representing the financially independent spouse, it is very likely that you will be paying your own fees as you go along in your, in your case. And if there are any expert fees that might be required, such as a forensic accountant, a custody evaluator, or, um, or someone who might be required uh, to review bank statements and other financial documents to get a better understanding of values. All of these fees and expenses, you should probably expect to have to pay. For the person who is the financially dependent spouse, um, and who may also be receiving support during the action, they may be able to petition the court for fees, including attorney's fees and expert fees, if, if available. Um, this may require an interim distribution from the marital estate to pay those fees, or it may require an action against your financially dependent spouse to help you pay the fees. Um, finally, another question that attorneys get on their first um, meeting is usually, well, what will I get in my divorce? Or what will I get in custody? Or what will I get in support? Some of these questions can be very difficult on the first meeting, primarily because the attorney does not have all of the information that they would need. We always try to caution clients that if they go to a first consult and they're told, well, you will definitely get that in custody or you will definitely win that in your divorce. They should be cautious about that type of information because it would be very difficult knowing little to nothing about a case on the first meeting to make such general statements about what the person would be awarded um, in a case where they may need a lot of information, discovery, or more about the specifics of each of the issues, whether it's divorce, custody, or support. What your attorney may be able to help you instead of final decisions is some guidance on how the particular court might lean towards a divorce matter or custody such as the division of assets, would it be 50-50 or 60-40, whether a party might be entitled to alimony, um, what type of custody is awarded in that county, and what are some of the things the court would feel would be important in the award of custody. And finally, in support, um, if financial information is provided, the attorney could assist in, write, in running some guideline calculations so a client would have a general understanding of maybe what they would be entitled to in support while the divorce is going on. So I hope that in scheduling your first session with your matrimonial attorney, 
these questions will help you um, set up that first meeting and hopefully identify some areas where you may need assistance. You can contact the Family Law Group and myself at uh, 610-278-1524, and we can help set up your first meeting to discuss your divorce, custody, or support matter. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk Family Law, presented by Weber Gallagher. We hope you join us next time to learn more about how to navigate the financial and legal implications of divorce, custody, asset division, and adoption. Until then, please visit us at wglaw.com.